They used to call me an African. But guess what now? I ain't no African anymore. I mean, <laughs> that guy was driving a Rolls Royce. A little situation happened there. Okay. And then this guy came with a strap. So he came, he, he came, he tooled came up. back, tooled up, yeah. Yeah, and then he started letting off. I looked in the mirror, I was like, is this, is this how you want to be remembered? How are they going to remember you? Dirk Chisora, that guy who just fucking chucked tables but didn't do anything in his career. Mm. You're possibly one fight away from challenging for a world title again. Oh, I mean, one, one fight away from that or one fight from retirement. You don't know with this. You never know. How bad is it? It's bad. Because <laughs> a guy's getting paid 500 bucks, yeah, and he's messing up another man's like five, six million. Do you understand? I messed up my money, man. But well, listen, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Until, until the man upstairs tells me, Derek, it's enough now. Then I will go in my back garden, burn my boxing gloves, my boxing boots, burn everything. Because it's done. So in our terms, it's basically, I'm going to have to be eating leather. I'm going to have to eat leather. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to, I'm going to eat leather. I'm probably going to take at least five before I get one in there. But it is what it is. Welcome to Born Fighter Season 3. Today we've got the main man, Derek Warchizora. How you doing, sir? I'm good, brother. How are you? I'm not too bad. Happy New Year. I haven't seen you since Come last on. year. I know. I've been, I've been in Miami. I know. Relaxing. I'm living the lifestyle. Well, you've been working hard in the gym. Ah, Miami. Never been to Miami before. I always hear good things about Miami. Yeah, I think, you know, they've got the Fifth Street boxing gym out there. Muhammad yeah, Ali used to train out there. People get herpes and clap in Miami. So. <clears throat> not anymore. <laughs> I just got the checkup. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. It's, it's all good, man. Yeah, this 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 is where we kind of talk about. You get to know the fighters. Like, what's what's behind, what's behind all the bravado? Like, we want to go from the very beginning. So I want to start off and ask you a little bit about your early life. I don't think people know a huge amount about Derek Chisora. So you grew up in Zimbabwe, right? Yeah, Zimbabwean born. Yeah. How, yeah. So, uh, how was that? You know, what was what was your life like? You was it boarding school for a little bit? Uh, half and half, but yeah. it was good. You know, it was not nothing bad. It was nice. I, I, I enjoyed, enjoyed, I enjoyed my African inheritance of growing up in Africa. You know, uh, hanging out with some of my African brothers. You know, <clears throat> doing things which are amazing. You know, I mean, like. You know, we got, we got this, there's a, there's a, you know, I think the whole Southern Africa does it, you know, where it's like, Mon it's like Monday to Friday, everybody's at working, where everybody's mm. down deep working, no, no, no pleasure. But come Friday and Saturday, those are the best two days ever in, in, in a month because everybody's like chucking a barbecue and then it's not even, they don't even call it barbecue, they call it uh, gotch gotch, you know, like gotch, where, gotch. Yeah, where everybody like, Lots of meat on a on a barbecue. I mean, like when we talk meat, you got a butch on the corner. You're just buying so much meat. There's so much alcohol going on, and people are just enjoying life. <clears throat> and um, what I found out about when I came here in London, people always stuck in their head. They wait for that a break of the term to have fun. You know, go somewhere in another country to have fun, and then come back in, go back back in there. Back to work again and stuff like, like work that. Work mode. Yeah, so <clears throat> I find that very difficult to transition. But 
It was good, enough, but I still have my African background around me sometimes. Like what? People often have like a misconception like, oh, growing up in Africa must be hard, must be poor, must be like it, it must. Kind of, they have a different representation of what it was actually like for you. I think, I think, you know, I think most people don't understand about Africa. You know, we, we get, you know, man, Africa is the best, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. You know, right now, I'm walking around in slippers. You know, it's cold. If I was in Africa right now, sunbathing, chilling, you know, loving life, but <clears throat> it is what it is, that's why I'm here. But I think if people want to experience Africa, they should go. For sure. You know, sometimes, even go on YouTube, you know, just Google Africa, you know, saying things will happen in Africa. You get to understand African people. And it's quite, quite, quite cool. Everybody in Africa makes money. Yeah. Yeah, there's deals to be done. There's deals to be done. Yeah. You know, somebody will take that thing and sell it to that guy, and that guy will find another buyer for it. Everybody's making money, which is cool. What was it? What was it like for you, like in a sporting <coughs> sense? Like, were you one of the kids at school who was good at everything? I mean, you struck me as one of them, them guys who get on the football field and just toe punt it away from all the other kids. Do you know, I was one of those guys toe punting the ball. Um, never did anything. You know what? I was so bad at like um, at, at at sports. Yeah. I could not run cross country. I could not play rugby. You couldn't play rugby. I could not play rugby. I could not play football. And I wanted to come out. I wanted to be outside. Yeah. Do you know what I did at the end? What were you up to? <clears throat> I end up being uh, joining the Red Cross so I can help. <laughs> Wait, so you're one of the guys that carries the water and the first aid kit? I was one of those first aid guys. Yeah, I was one of those guys. That's how bad you want to be involved in sports? Yeah, I was like, you know what? I can't do anything. I can't come out. I can't. You know what? To make him, I would tweet the picture today or tomorrow. I want to see it. You want to see it, yeah? Me sitting in my red bread. So everybody's feet injured. I was running there and I'm like. Magic sponge. Nah, the worst thing is like, you okay? Are you okay? I take a bottle of water, pour water on their head. and then. And then water on the like where they they hurt. I'm like, I think you're fractured. You, you, sub, sub. <laughs> just, to, just to be involved. <laughs> just to be involved. To be outside. Yeah. <clears throat> training. Oh, the rugby team is going training. I'll go. I'll go. I like that though. You know what I mean? You're the only happy. thing I didn't do was swimming because no one's swimming. All good. Yeah, yeah. Trust me. It was fun. It was good fun. I enjoyed it. When did you when did you leave Zimbabwe and come over to the England? And was that was that like a plan? Were you like, you know what, I've done, I've, I've had my time. I want to go and experience England. Uh, nah, I came here in two thousand, the beginning of two thousand, uh, the first of January, New Year's Eve, boom boom, and I was here. Why did you what, like? How come you was there a reason that you left? Was it that you came to England? Was it like no? I just came to visit. My mother was here already. My mum's been here since ninety two, so I just came to see her. And then um, she said, do you want to stay? I was like, oh, I don't know, it's too cold. Yeah. And I ended up staying. You ended up staying. And it's, it's, I mean, you said it before, you got yourself into a little bit of trouble. Kids are ruthless these days, you know what I mean? So you coming over from Zimbabwe, did you experience any like kind of negativity? Yeah. They used to call me an African. Just these are the kids at school? No. And the kids in my neighborhood used to call me an African. Where did you move to? I was living in... You know where Brown Cross is? Yeah, yeah. The three flats there near Wife School, yeah. They used to call me an African. What is that like? Did you then react? I mean, you, obviously you go from, you know, having your group of friends is cool, 
everything's good vibes, then coming over here and it's hostile, people are, you know what I mean, people are calling you names, etc. Did you end up reacting or what was your situation? Yeah, I reacted, but you know what? Didn't get anywhere. Same name again the next day, Afrikaner. Yeah, you think, like, what can I do? <clears throat> but guess what now? I ain't no Afrikaner anymore. I mean, <laughs> that guy was driving a Rolls Royce, chauffeur driven, and they get in the bus. <laughs> Not too bad for Afrikaner now, isn't it? <laughs> That's the message to the haters. You know yeah, the I mean? message to the haters, man. You know, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm living in a big house, you know. <laughs> Driveways full of cars. Yes, no bad for it. It no bad good. for African, is it? I've been I've been in the Viana, the van. Mm. I mean the leather seats. Exactly the my point. You know, it's never good when people are insulting somebody else mm. to make themselves feel happy. But it is what it is. People don't people don't learn. It's, it's, it's from their own family. If their mother don't teach them not to take ignorance. fun, yeah, ignorance exactly. But it's okay. I forgive them. Growing up in, in, in around Cricklewood, Brent Cross, <coughs> you get yourself into a few altercations. I think there's there's a rumor of one time where what, that five, I think five people came outside your house. Yeah, we had to have a roll. A roll uh, yeah, Man. tell us a little bit without putting yourself in, you know, what I mean, jeopardy. Can you tell us a little bit about how what happened and why why certain things were happening? You know, <clears throat> I think it was more hard because I was. Just, no friends, nothing. I just play myself, by myself, hang out by myself. And then uh, I think people always get excited when they see one boy by himself and they think he can't defend himself. And then um, one day I decided to roll up on certain cats. And then after that, they came with more people. <clears throat> I was like, oh, forget this, man. I'm going outside. And then we just had it out. And then from then, I think they started showing me respect to realize, hold on, yeah. this guy's not a joke. You know, instead of us fighting him, I think we should have him on our side. And then the African stopped. Yeah. Oh, hi. Oh, sorry, what's your name? Derek. Oh, yeah. Hi, Derek. <laughs> I'm Do you want to go play basketball? Oh, yeah, let's go play basketball. Yeah. Do, you play, do you play soccer, football? I was like, yeah, you, let's you go play. You put on the Red Cross outfit again. Yeah, and yeah. start playing. And then, uh, and then we became buddies with the whole neighborhood. And since today, I'm still buddies with the whole neighborhood, you know. And with that, you, you kind of got in some situations where maybe you got in trouble, and that was your route into boxing, right? Yeah, I got in some badass uh, situation, you know. And then my probation officer said to me, oh, uh, you know, we're trying to get so many things happening for you, but nothing is going on. Uh, can we put you in, can you try boxing? So I met, you know, John and Jim, Jim Spencer, Spencer, Spencer Oliver's dad, who passed away, very, very good trainer. They saw, no, they saw in a little shop around the corner in Finchley. Met them there and they said, hey, come down. <clears throat> I went to so Barnet, you know, yeah, I went to Barnet. At the time, it was just like a bunch of redheads, skinheads, their tattoos on their heads. You were thinking, Yeah, and I walked in there, it's just a whole bunch of white dudes and about two black guys, I forgot their names as well. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ. And then I was like, oh, cool. And then, um, Started training, training, training. So I used to just train for the fun of it. Yeah. You know, there were some serious kids in it, man. You know, they'd be on the back, like, brr, brr. I'm like, God damn, I wish I could do that one yeah. day. But, you know, I can't be bothered. My mind is already, I'm already in the gym. I paid my pound. I've gone in the back. I'm dressing up. I'm warming up. I'm like, oh, can't wait to go out. Go out and meet my boys on the bus stop in Finchley and hang out. And then um, it, happened, it happened like that for about two 
two two and a half years. Me. Two and a half years, you were just going. I was just going. Just, just going just, go. so, yeah, you just going anyway. And then uh, one day there was a party. And there was a big massive party in Finchley. On a Saturday, it was one of those one of those you know one of those men then put a rave and they got yeah, a microphone yeah. together. And um, I think I remember I can't even say my boys. I remember I had one of my boys, Michael. He's a, he's an actor. And then uh, my other guy as well. He was on, he was trying to get a modeling going on. A little situation happened there. Okay. And then this guy came with a strap. So he came. He, he came to up. He came back to up. Yeah. Yeah. And then he started letting off. So we jumped out of people jumping out of windows on second floor and people. Are, are you running. involved in this? I was at a party, partying because I I think I think somebody was trying to get robbed or someone yeah. was kissing someone's girlfriend. And then um, I told my boy, listen, I'm going to be serious in my boxing. Yeah, I, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't do that. And he goes, you know what? You're right. Me too. I'm going to be serious in my yeah. acting. And then my boy goes, yeah, me too. And then I was like, sweet. Go on the bus. <laughs> Back there. We were all shaking it up because my boy, somebody's let off a shot right next to his toe. He's grabs his trainer. So um, next day, boy, I was at Finchley. They used to run on, so we used to run on Sundays. I was there at 6.30 a.m. in the morning, yeah, ready to run. My first run That's what happens when years. a few shots go off me. <laughs> yeah, and then I ran with the whole group. Yeah. And I was chubby at that time. And I came second. And the run is, is a, yeah. it's like a 5K run. And one of the, one of, on that 5K, one of the hills is like at least a mile and a half long hill. So I ran there, I came second. And uh, from since I died, I never turned back. So that's when you realised that, you, like, when did you realise that you, you were better than a lot of people and that you could do this and it could be a career? <clears throat> I think sometimes, you know, when you have, um, when you got talent, you wouldn't know, because I never had a dad to push me. You know, I think my mum was my dad and my mother at the same time, you know. She was like, listen, you want to go, you go training, you go do your thing, you know. So like, go do your thing there, you know, I bought you boxing boots, go on, you know. At the same time, I was hustling myself yeah. on the side, you know. So I carried on on the bus by myself every day. Bus number 82, I remember that day. I was looked back. You mentioned briefly, like we were talking, you were saying, like, your first fight, you were, you were very... It was humble there. It was like, okay, you know, thanks. You know, it's a great opportunity for me to be here. But after the fight, you're thinking, this ain't getting me nowhere. Like, is the Derek Jazora we see? I mean, you're a lot calmer now, but there's still flashes of the of the old Derek where it's a little bit wild, a little bit crazy. Is that you, or is that kind of half half something that you created just because you need that when you go into the ring and to sell the fight? It depends. You know, I say it always depends when I, when, when I approach a situation. Like, you know, I walk in in the room and then suddenly everybody's just trying to pull blanks on me so I don't see what's, what's there. You know, it's like wherever his blinkers on. You know, when you see poor horse with blinkers, yeah. it's, that's looking. It's just so focused. They, yeah, so they put blinkers on me and they're like, okay, we'll put blinkers on him now. And then suddenly I'm like, hold whoa, whoa, what are you trying to hide from me, you know? And then that winds me up more. Do you understand? Yeah, a couple of issues I had, you know, with managers, promoters, you know, but it is what it is, you know. 
And boxing is full of scumbags, to be honest with you. Think that's well known. Yeah, boxing is full of scumbags. If you, if, yeah, they'll take you on if you if you think you're stupid and stuff like that. You've had some big rivalries. Yeah. Where, while we've seen Wild Derek. Yeah. We've seen tables getting thrown. Yeah. See, I mean, you you punch your current manager. Well, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, you had a big scrap with your current manager in the yeah. in the middle of a press conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what's, what has been, like, your favourite rivalry in boxing? Because you've had some good ones. I don't know. I just, listen, I don't have a favourite. I don't have, like, oh, this is the best one I ever have. I don't have one. I'm just like, you know what? Are people going to enjoy what I'm doing right now? Are people going to enjoy in the next 30, 40 years when I'm done? You know, I don't have a rival. I am just want to fight. You seem to have kind of, I guess in the last few years, changed all your mentality, really. You know, you, you've spoken about finding faith. Yeah. And, f- and that helping you forgive some of the, you know, those people that have wronged you in the past or that you've had... No, 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 I've, I haven't forgiven them yet. Yeah. I haven't... I've, I've just let them slide for now. Can you name some names? No, I can't Who's, who's still on the hit list? Some people are on my hit list. Yeah. And so I say the day I retire, people have to watch out what's going to happen. Because I'm still Zimbabwean, I can just get on a flight and leave. You still got two passports. Yeah, still got You know what I'm saying? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Remind me to leave the country when you when you retire, boy. Exactly. Like with that, do you think that kind of you change your mentality and finding finding your faith has kind of because you're, you're you're in some of the best form of your career. Do you think that that has helped extend your career and that's helped kind of you know, put you in the position you're in right now? You know what? Yeah. I think I think I think I think the, the the when the penny dropped is when I lost that fight in Monaco with Kabayash or whatever his name is, and I was like, like it's just, I, 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 it was what's the name of the Monte Carlo Bay, the mm, the, the hotel, the, casino, yeah. the hotel. Is it, what's the name of the hotel? Yeah, Monaco. In Monaco, I was in my room. I was like, I looked in the mirror. I was like, is this is this how you want to be remembered? Yeah, and I, I'm there by myself. And I was like, how are they going to remember you? Derek Chisora, that guy who just fucking chucked tables but didn't do anything in his career. Mm. I was like, you know what? That's it. That's when you realized, that's, that's when, that, 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 when you changed everything. That was like the eureka moment. That's, that's it, that's it. I was like, and then I was like, you know what? I spent two months drinking, going all out. I was going guns blazing. Just boozing and boozing. Fighting. I was going all. You don't understand. Was that was, after the Monaco fight? After the Monaco fight, I went to Sass Cafe. You know, me and my Russian boys, wine, vodkas, everything. I was going all out. Yeah, came back November, drinking December, drink Christmas. I was going all out, all out. I mean, like proper. Like just to get it out your system. Get it, get it, get it out of my system. Like proper going all out, and then I was like. First of December, because my hair was my hair used to be like yours, yeah. Before, you wish, bro. come on. Then I went to the barber's boy, chopped it all off. And I was like, done. New Year, went to church, born again. And then uh, I see, and then I see Nicole. Nicole, where's that? Where's that photo in the gym? Me when I came to to train the first day with David. Yeah, I want it. Yeah, I want it. So I'll show you this yeah, one yeah. here. So, born again now. Now it's a new chapter for me. I'm not looking back no more. Everything behind me is gone, dusted, done. I don't care. 
lost, won, anything. All the money I had, I don't care about that money anymore. You know, I've... That's just irrelevant. Change all my clothes. Change everything. And I'm like, I, that's gone. That's the old me. I'm done with it. And that, that's, that's testament, I think, because I think not a lot of people saw the, this comeback. You know, especially after that fight in Monaco, people thought, Derek might be done. Yeah. And you've just proven every single person wrong. And that's, I mean, you've done something like, you, you are in the form of, you're, you're possibly one fight away from challenging for a world title again. Oh, I mean, one, one fight away from that or one fight from retirement. You don't know with this. You never know. You know, you, you don't know. Boxing is a dodgy sport. It's, a, it's a brutal, man. Do you think that well, eight years ago you challenged Vitali? Great fight. Do you think, did you think that, you know, eight years down the line, you'd be back in a situation where if you beat Usyk, you are, you're, you're basically in for a fight, bro, you know, fight with AJ? You know what, the same, way, the same words you're, you're talking about is the same thing David is always telling me. In the, in the, in the, in the, oh, yeah, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, why are you so gassed? It's what, a fight. What, what motivates you then? If it's not world titles, if it's not a Wembley fight, if it's, what, what do you do this for? What the do general? I do this for? Myself. Yeah? Yeah. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna slide it. <clears throat> oh, that camera. Is this the picture? <laughs> <laughs> How bad is it? It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Wait, I wanna put it to the camera. Wait, which camera? Please. I, I, I wanna make this my profile picture. I you swear. You see, you see this that? Is, this is, that this, was after three months of partying. This three months of partying. Did you get it? Ooh. Three months of partying. I'm like, you see that? What did David say? They, no, you see. See, this. So let me tell you something, yeah. So David's not stupid. David's very smart. And, um. Uh, so when I went to see David, yeah. I was like, I want to come, I called him up, like, yo, I want to meet you up, let's talk. Because huh? in his words, probably saying, what the fuck does this guy want? So at, the, at that point, you and David still aren't, because you had your beef. No, we had our beef anyway, and certain things happen anyway. I was already, I was already born, but, so I'm, I'm moving forward anyway. Yeah. And then after the AJ and Perverkin um, fight in Wembley, I saw, I saw David, uh, like, whatever. And then um, I went home, you know, I went to church, I was praying, and then same things happened. And then after, I was like, and I said to uh, my old trainer, Don Charles, I was like, listen, uh, I need David Hayes' number. He goes, why? I was like, I need to talk to him about something. I, I think I want him to manage me. And he goes, that sounds like a good idea. But you see how God works here, because at the same time, I didn't think anything about him managing Joe Joyce. Mm. Yeah. And then when I... Um, Hooked up with him, I met him in, uh, in Plug Plaza in Chino's. And then, uh, uh, so, he, so he don't know what I'm coming to see him about. He just thinks Derek's yeah, mad yeah, on him. Yeah, so he thinks I still got beef with him or something <laughs> is going on. Did he come with security? Yeah, so, no, no, he didn't come, he didn't, he didn't come with security anyway. So I, I go in there and he's sitting there. So, so he, he goes, I go, yeah. I'm like, what's well, happening? Yeah, how's the family? I'm like, I'm and I listen, I need you to help me, I need you to manage me. So when I say manage him, manage me, his eyes lit up. So he tried to play hard to get and yeah. he goes, oh, oh, you know, I have to, I have to, uh, I'm like, I'm like, take your time. I already, I already seen in his eyes, already said yes. Yeah. 
So I think he had to go back and speak to certain people like Nicole and stuff like that. And then afterwards, uh, we started training. So he'd done the deal for the Dylan second fight. We started training. And then he's like, so he gave me two weeks to train yeah. and be in my house. Just, just, to, look, just yeah. to look at you, see if yeah, you still yeah, got the mental yeah. aspect yeah. of everything. And then uh, he calls me up because, oh, where are you? I'm like, I'm at home. Because I'm coming to see you right now. Comes to my house, yeah. He's like, bro, if we're going to do this, let's do it the right way. I, just, I don't, because I don't want to take, because I don't want to just take your money. I want to do it the right way. So, you know, most managers will be like, you know, they'll sit there and leave you do what you want to do yeah. and take your money. But I don't, I don't want your money. You know, I'm, I don't want your money. So please do me a favor. End of the day, pack your bags, everything, leave your car. You're going to move to Plug Plaza with me. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm, so at this point, I've never left my family. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's like being a boarding school and shit. Like that. And then that was it. And then uh, you got all these people around me. Walked in there, fucking chubby as hell. <laughs> I see the picture, bro. It looked like me right now. Yeah. So basically, so now imagine that. Yeah. I don't remember when that picture was taken. And uh, let me show you. And then... And then on the day of... Um, the Dylan fight? On the, yeah. You looked in the best shape of your career. Yeah, so I'll show you. So, And then... Um, let me see if I can find it. You did the side by side. Yeah. So um, he's like, pimp me out. He's like, proper bist me. Because I used to train. He's like, listen, this is what I want you to do. So he'd done this program for me on the board. It's like, every day you have to wake up early morning. I'm like... You don't like early mornings? I'm like, no, I love early mornings anyway. And then I was like, I didn't call them. You got the picture? Yeah, and this, this, this was the day before the wedding. After that. Jesus after. Christ. You got some serious abs in there. That's... See, so basically, so, so, yeah, so. So that's the transformation. How long between those two? I was training, it was two, like um, two months. That was, I don't even know. I don't, to be honest, I, that's a lie. I don't know. Yeah. But I know from the from the photo I showed you, yeah. that was me moving into the hotel and then coming into the shape. Let me. I want to show the cap one of the cameras. This this where is it? Show because that is outrageous. If you put those two photos next to each other, you wouldn't even believe it's the same person. Are you serious? That's wild. Yeah. So uh, and then yeah, I moved to the hotel, and then things happened. You know, I lost the fight. This is, I think you're, are you winning the fight? Yeah, like, yeah, I was winning the fight. You know, this is the problem now. You know, this, 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 this I, I, refs mess up boxing. You you're taking points away for. You, you know, the thing is, I mean, like, I think the next ref who refs my fight and he does that, I'm going to headbutt him. <laughs> because he's, because he's messed, up, messed, 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 messed up my, because he's messed up my millions. Yeah. That is, because the guy's getting paid 500 bucks, yeah, yeah, and he's messing up another man's like five, six million. Do you understand? I messed up my money, man. You know, I was furious. You know, I come back in the corner and I'm like, I'm behind, I'm behind. This is, this is, uh, you know, Eddie's show. He wants his boy to win. I'm behind. We have to knock him out. You know, and then finally I go look for a knockout. I get knocked the fuck out myself. It's dangerous. I wake up, I'm like, what happened? They're like, oh, you got knocked out. I'm like, what? I'm like, well, we're winning the fight. They're like, yeah, but you got knocked out. I'm like, ah, shit. Fuck it. Fuck it. What's next? Yeah, this is, the diff this, is, this, is, this is what I find crazy about you, is that you lose. You're, you're someone you can never write off because you lose and you're like, I got knocked out. Okay, cool. Everyone loses. 
not a lot of people have that, that, that attitude. Because you know what? They don't enjoy it. They don't enjoy it. I enjoy it. You just enjoy the sport of boxing. I enjoy it. I like to... Because let me tell you something. Have you ever been to these ex-boxers dinner shows they throw? I hate those fucking things. They invite me. I never want to go. Wow. You know? And if you're listening, don't ever invite me to those things. I don't want to go. Don't invite me even when I'm retired. I don't want to go. Because it's this guy's in this the second I, I, I would have been amazing. But really and truly, they didn't have this and this. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh man, you know, in this fight you'd have done this and done this, you'd have won it. <laughs> no, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do in your career? Do you understand? Oh, it was never like that nowadays. Nah, man, boxing is the same for mementos, it's the same thing. You know, it's, I'd love, but I listen, I love it. I can't get enough of it. Until, until the man upstairs tells me, Derek, it's enough now. Then I will go in my back garden, burn my boxing gloves, my boxing boots, burn everything. Because it's done. You said you're either one fight away from a world title or one fight away from retiring. But when you talk about boxing like you're talking now, you seem like you still love it. I couldn't ever imagine a, like Derek Zor coming out and saying, I'm, I'm done with boxing now. You know, I say this, I say this to David. I tell him every time, I listen. As long as I come in this bloody gym every day in training, that means I'm loving it. The day I think I don't love it anymore is the day I will call and say, listen, I'm done. And I was born in retirement. Like yeah. When I don't enjoy it anymore. When I don't enjoy... I enjoy going in the ring with other young cats trying to take my head off. I enjoy that. I enjoy guys who are enjoying, you know, all my trainers coming to push, push so much. Say, I'll oh, do this when I'm tired. I enjoy it. I enjoy that. Yeah, I can hurry up, do this. You know, brilliant records. And I, I love it. I enjoy it. This is why most people retire early. You know why? Because they don't have it. And they're happy when they're kids, when they're gay, when they're girlfriends. They're like, oh my God, my bo boyfriend's boxing. Oh, they're on this. But really and truly, they don't want to be there. They're in it for the Instagram and the Facebook. But I'm not in it for them. I'm in it for, for just loving it for myself to enjoy it. So when I finish, I'm going to say, you know what? Did I enjoy it? Yes. And then I can still speak right? Yes. Most of my peers, some of them are punchy. Bye, ain't. I don't know. Do I, do I sound punchy? Exactly. So, we'll see. One thing I always remember about you and fighting is, is your pre-fight routine. You're just sitting there. Every other dress you remember going to, there's rap playing, blasting out. You just got your Greg Charles, the vinyl, the vinyl player, and you're just in your zone. That's it, bro. Life is, life is stressful already. I don't need to listen to rap, rap music, man. I don't listen, I don't listen to gigs. I don't listen to nobody who's going to be telling me, uh, uh. It's stressful. And some of the words, I don't even understand them. So I'm like, you know, I rap for Ray Charles, man. And, and, you know, some old country music and just relax because we'll get out there just going to be mad. Why, why is it on vinyl? Why? You know, it's just old school. I just like it, man. I just, I just like it. You know, I got a new addition to the dressing room. You'll see when you yeah. arrive there one day. Yeah. I call it. it Mufasa. Mufasa, yeah. Yeah. He's just there, you know, just chilling. It's enjoyable. Yeah. And what about your post-fight routine? 
What'd you do now? I see, I see this. Look, I tell David, there was some pizza over there. I know you like your food. Everybody loves food, man. Depends how you eat it. Uh, I love, I love a pizza. But you know my, you know my weakness is, it's a burger. Five guys. No, five guys, man. Is that what? Is that what you do straight after a fight? Straight after? We you know, okay, okay, we, 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 I know David's we, on. We, we, we get hundred burgers in from five guys. One hundred burgers. Yeah. Huh? You'd be very surprised. Everybody hates the water burgers. Everyone's nodding. That's how you. Yeah. That's how you know they're, they're like they're just oh, a fight match. Yeah. There's nothing so stressful. Of like, everybody's concentrating on the fight, yeah. getting the dressing right, getting everything right, but they're not concentrating what we're going to eat afterwards. Is that what you're thinking? Round, round 12? 30 seconds after you're thinking, oh, he's fine. No, 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 I need to eat afterwards. We not lose. I need to, I need to, have to fill up my belly. It's life, man. Yeah, you have to take the good things. Yeah. Next fight, listen, we've got to talk about that. It's looking like it's going to be Usyk, right? What do you think of him as a boxer? Like he's coming up from cruise, he's dominating the cruiserweight division. You're you're an experienced hand at heavyweight. Like how how does that fight go? Um, and what do you think of him? Because a lot of people say, oh, you know, he's he's one of the greatest cruiserweights. At heavyweight, it's a different story. It's gonna be leather. This guy's gonna be. I'm already taking dancing lessons. Cha cha cha. <laughs> you know. But really and truly, but the guy's gonna be on fire, man. He's just gonna be dancing. He's gonna be dancing, bro. He's gonna be dancing. How do you, where'd you get guys who can be inspiring like him? No way. Guy's a dancer. Have you have you heard sparring stories? Have you heard Jim? Do you do you think that you've got what it takes just to to take him out to beat him? Has he ever fought anyone like you? Nah. Nah. Nah, I don't think so. But he's gonna dance. I don't know how to do that. But it's going to be hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I think this fight will be the hardest fight I ever had. Not because the guy hasn't got power, but he's accurate of his punches and the way he chucks them. And then when he chucks them, he's unbelievable. So in that terms, it's basically I'm going to have to be eating leather. I'm going to have to eat leather. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm going to, I'm going to eat leather. I'm probably going to take at least five before I get one in there. But it is what it is. You I never seem like someone who's scared to take a punch. I love that shit, I love that shit for breakfast. <laughs> Eat leather for breakfast? <laughs> yeah. Leather pizza and five guys. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it though. I know, I know you know. I can tell. It's, it's, nice to, like, it's, it's nice to hear that you still have that hunger. You still, you still want to fight. You still want to taste leather. You still want to spar. Like, especially your 40, 41 fights. 41, yeah. And still the hunger remains. Hunger remains, the dedication the same. It's, it's all to do with God, bro. Let's, let's never forget that. If you don't have faith, nothing is running very well in your life. You know? Because there's a point, like, you can run by anything you want to do. You know, but sooner or later, faith will come calling to you. You know, you can be a playboy in the nightclub doing your thing. And one day that playboy will come out and say, oh, hey, listen, I'm in love, I'm getting married. Guess who you're going to have to call up on? God. Sure. Faith, you go in church, you get married, do you understand? So it's all to do with faith. You know, faith, you know, that's all to do with it. I heard a quote from you saying, like, every time you lose, you, you just thank God for just 
the, the opportunities that are going to come after that and put you in. Yes. Is this true? It's God's willing. You know, when, when Dylan knocked me out, I was like, it's your willing, father. You know, just point me to the right direction. And that was it. And that's led you possibly to a situation where world titles are, are in arm's length? Yeah. But, you know, everybody at fight, like, everybody at fight, you know, people at fight, you know, I think most people have fought. If you look at the patterns of people I fight, and this God honest truth, if you're a good person, if I fight you, your career will progress more. But if you're a bad person, if I fight you, after you win off me, your career don't go anywhere. We will realize that. Who are we talking about? We're talking about everybody. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I've lost how many fights? Nine fights now? And uh, <clears throat> and some of those fighters are uh, they've trying to they've beaten Derek Chisora, but they they have nowhere to go. You understand? You know, uh, but it is what it is. Derek, we know you got you got yourself a little farm, a very That's large cow. That's gone. You done? You done? The farm's gone. The farm's gone. Man. I live in a civil life now, in the house, the farm is gone. Well, how come you got the farm in the first place? Because it's, it's very rare to see. The farm is gone. It's just one of those ones. Love living on the farm. Um, how did that start? How did it start? How did it start, to be honest with you? I don't know. This yeah, happened. I just woke up one day on the farm. <laughs> you know, and that was it. You look it up. You said your granddad has, has land has, yeah. has, in Zimbabwe. Yeah, yeah in Zimbabwe. Dad's got 36 farms. And he's got eight wives as well. Eight wives? Your granddad has eight wives. And 36, 36 farms. 36 farms. He's a player. Player, player. <laughs> <laughs> player, player, brother. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a Can you life. imagine it in London if they let you have 10 wives? Ten, what, 10 wives and 50 houses in Brooklyn? Can you imagine that? You have a redhead, brunette, you know, you have all you know, sorts. But he's married to his wives. Oh, is he, 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 okay. Explain how that dynamic works. Like, is this, is it, you, did you grow up with like, knowing this was happening? Yeah, they, they, they all know each other. It is what it is, man, you know. You know this is what I try to say, man. Afri Af 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 living in Africa, bro, it's amazing, bro. I mean, like, you know, it's about... You get married, yes, yeah, so I need another second wife, yeah. Your first wife, yeah, let's get another second wife. Why not? So he has to talk to, so he has to, talk to his other wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not thinking about bringing that in? No, man. Wife, no? What, second? Oh, no, yeah. no. Stressful, man. Stressful in London. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so he had that, did that affect you? Did that make you think, hang on, it's not the wife's part, the farm's part. Hmm. Did you think, hang on, maybe I'll go live on the farm, see what that's like. I grew up around this. Mm. I grew up outdoors, do you understand? Outdoors. I mean, like, every kid in Africa, you know, after school, we're not sitting in the house playing PlayStation. We're, like, out there playing, you know, just hanging out, you know, just catching up with the whole, with the whole gang, you know, like, scum school holidays. You know, everybody's getting in there 
dad's car, mother on a bus, whatever, they're going on a holiday. They're not going to Ibiza. Yeah. They're going to the village side now, the, yeah. the down deep countryside, you know, to live with their, gra with their grandma, hanging out there. So it is what it is, man. But I like outdoor. I like to be outside. What does, what does Derek Chisora do on his days off? Like, what are your hobbies? Like, which, apart from eating nine poached eggs? I think my new hobby right now, yeah, is this, you know, because I'm so tired. I can't do anything else. I just want to come and rest. <laughs> yeah, I just want to go because I used to. Go, I collect records, so I used to like go, go Notting Hill and just walk around and Notting Hill Market, like looking at like old vinyls and stuff like that. But now I haven't had time for that because I'm so tired. What about the antique stuff? I'm still. That's when I go there. I, like, if I see something I like, I just purchase it. And when I get home, I'm like. What the hell you bring this for? We don't want this in here. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You're one of those people who like you go into the front room and it's like the hoarder's been in there. And you just it's random historical yeah. artifacts. I get good stuff. Okay. Or like old Victorian, you know, like you know the same things out there. I mean, like, uh, like old old stuff, old Victorian style. You like, know, like, like, what kind of things are we talking? What does Derek do? Go. I mean, like, I like, mean, like, around with your headband on and you go. Are you picking up like a like like, like an old camera or? Not? Yeah, I mean, like things like that. You know, like. Like, like, uh, like, when you have kids, your kids ain't gonna realize those CDs or cassettes. Remember that cassette? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I still got one of those ones. You put a cassette in there and you shut it and you play it. Just for old times. Old yeah. for time. And that's in the toilet. When I'm in the toilet, that's what I was putting to listen to that in there. You know, things like that. I like, I like to just keep things like that so I can show it to my kids when they grow up. Say, look what? Yeah. Even remember that old dialing phone? The yeah, one yeah. used to like, the, the, the circle one. And you have to doubt. Yeah. If, you, if you're not, that's when you know people back in the days were very smart. They're like old people, like your, your grandmas, because yeah. they had that. They were so good with numbers. They were like, okay, that's a zero, and then there's a two, and there's another zero. <laughs> do you remember? I do remember. Yeah. I, you know what? I grew up like, probably slightly after that, so, but I, like, I remember going to a grandparent's house. And you have that yeah. phone, How the hell would you call 999 on that thing? The crime's been and gone. Yeah. The criminals escaped. Yeah, so things like that. So I like, I prefer like getting things like that. That we see you posting up pictures of lions occasionally on the Instagram story. Maybe like nine lions in a row. And you'd be like, this is the lifestyle. Like, talk to us about it. Like, what, what is it? Lions kill, bro. And I like to represent myself as a lion. You know, most people call themselves lions. I know there's fighters out there that call themselves lions, but really in tree, they know. They like, to, they like the, the myth of being a lion. Yeah. But a lion, when a lion walks in the room, you will just know a lion when he walks in the room. So it's all about the, the mentality of the lion. And I got that effect. Yeah, I got that effect. So you make people, like, people have to understand. When you roll in somewhere, you get in the ring, you get in the building, people yeah. need to know that. That's it. It's quite good sometimes I post that because, you know, so people can understand. You know, people, instead of posting boxing stuff, I like to post things like that so people can enjoy watching it and say, wow, you know, cheetah, lions, you know, tigers. It's quite cool. I like it. Just entertaining the fans. Entertaining the fans, bro. <laughs> I mean, it's entertaining to me. I can't lie. I mean, everyone's noticed it, but, like, I think AJ posts the lions. You post the lions. Yeah, I think my lions are much better than AJ's, though. <laughs> <laughs> tell it now. Yeah, where is it? You're the pride. You're, 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 you're the leader of the pride. My, my, my lions are better than these lions. <laughs> yeah. So we was all in Saudi. It was all very calm and chill, watching AJ do his thing. But you, you popped up, you saw uh, Usyk, we had a little chit-chat, a little picture. 
what was said? Does he speak any English? Do you think he understands more than he's, he's letting on? I don't know, but you know, it was good because I didn't see him. He saw me first and he goes, Chizora. And I had to look double to see. And I was like, oh, it's you sick. And he was with his, uh, with his wife and then we hugged, we took pictures, you know. Uh, and then, uh, and that was it. We did a bit of shadow boxing. You know, I tickled his balls, he tickled my balls. Yeah, because he wanted to juggle my balls. I like, forget juggling, just tickle my balls, and I tickle yours afterwards. <laughs> and then we did a photo. It was, it was cool, man. It was nothing. It was no. See, I think this fight, we can't sell it by insulting the guy, or we can't do anything. It's just a fight of like boxing fans. Yeah, because. I can't, I can't say, if I say fuck you to him, he's going to think I said good morning because yeah, he yeah, don't yeah, understand yeah. English, do you understand? So he's a good guy, you know, there's nothing wrong about this guy, you know, he's a, he's a funny guy, he, likes, he loves life, he likes, he likes everything, he's a, he's, a, he's a boy, boy's boy, you know, he's cool, you know, he's a good guy. So I can't really say anything bad about this man because he's, he's done so much in less than four years, you know, and he's done great for himself, and which is amazing, I'm a big fan of his. Do you need animosity in the build-up to fights to hype yourself up? I need to get signed. I need to be fired up, man. I need to be fired up. I need him to call me. I need him to call me an asshole, and then I know he's on it, man. Well, why happens if he doesn't do that? He's got to psych yourself up. And then I'm gonna have to pick a fight with David. <laughs> okay. So if, if, if Usyk don't come with smoke, you're just gonna go to David. I'm gonna find somebody who's gonna pick a fight. I'm just gonna pick a fight with somebody. Yeah. Yeah, so I can get some smoke. So any, anyone around well, you Well, maybe, maybe I might have to pick a fight with Eddie. I think we'd all like to see that. There's, there's, there's a whole lot of Vaseline going on floating around. We're not saying about that. I got fined 10 grand for that. You got fined 10 grand for that? Yeah, Nicole paid it. I don't even know why she paid it for. All right, there we go. We're, we're on a fine band. No one's, no one's, no one's allowed to No Vaseline talk. No juggling balls talk. Because you never know. You get fined for anything now in boxing. But you've had your fair share of fines. How much am I in? I'm probably in about... Uh, 900,000 in fans. 900,000 in yeah, fans? Yeah, yeah. Some people don't make that in their entire boxing career. You know, I told my nephew this. He thinks he's a fighter. I was like, listen, if you ever make a grand, in, like 200 grand in your career, you're good. But right now, by the way you're going, man, you ain't gonna make nothing. Derek, thanks for coming down. Always a pleasure. Oh.